1: Yo, welcome back. I'm Guy Bauer, and you're listening to The Good Life. And I'm glad you're here. If you just joined us, don't forget, we start at 12.05, right after the news at the top of the hour. And the last segment's usually dedicated to some kind of wine, beverage. We talked about gourmet craft-made marshmallows and s'mores. And I thought, well, if I were going to have a beverage around the fire pit and make s'mores, what would it be? And it would be Port. And uh, I'm going to tell you just re- – I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version of Port, then we'll taste the Teller Fladgate Late Bottle Vintage 2018 from Porto in Portugal. Um, Teller flaggate has been around a long time, and they really are one of the stalwarts. And if you have purchased Port and you know that there's a lot of names, you go, that doesn't sound Portuguese or – something from the Iberian Peninsula. It sounds British. And why is that? Because it was British money that made the port business take off in Portugal. It's because port travels well. It's a fortified beverage. It's made from grapes, of course. And then a, a brandy, if you will, a high-alcohol distilled grape-based spirit is added to the fermentation process, Towards the end, stops the yeast from eating the sugars, leaves some sweetness, and fortifies the wine. Most ports are in the 19 to 23 percent alcohol by volume. This one, the Taylor Fladgate 2018 LBV, uh, is uh, 20. And before we t- taste, oh, I just well, hold on. Oh yeah, I had to. <laughs> I had to get my nose. I just poured some. Um, there are several different types of port. Okay, uh, port is wine, and it's the alcohol is stopped to preserve sweetness, and it it has higher alcohol content. The different styles of port, ruby port, the least expensive, the easiest to make, is stored in stainless steel or concrete vats, minimal contact with the oxygen compared to wood vessels, keeps that beautiful ruby red color, and these wines are enjoyed. In their youth, they're usually uh, fined and cold-filtered, bottled, and they're ready to go. Beautiful color, lighter color, whereas this port that I just poured is really deep, dark purple. Reserve port and rosé port, uh, really, I I don't think we should combine those two, but they often are combined that way. Rosé port is simply that. It's relatively new in the last decade or so. It's made the same way a traditional rosé wine is made, and then it's fortified. So it's removed from skin contact early to keep a light pink hue, and then it's fortified. Tawny port made from wine aged in wooden barrels versus stainless steel or concrete vats. And the wood contact allows a little evaporation, a little oxidation, and they don't try and stop the oxidation. Uh, the wine changes in color, gets a... Deep, dark purple and gets a little brown tint to it, tawny, okay? That rusty color around the edge. Eh, oxidation, as in sherry, produces kind of a a nutty, uh, you know, different different aromatic quality and flavor. Tawnies are fun. You can get them in 10, 20, 30, even 40-year age groups, and they age well. They're fun. You can drink them as soon as you buy it, uh, or it'll sit in your wine cellar for a long time. Single vintage Tony ports are known as cohechas cohechas are from a single year, and uh, you, you, you see them a good bit. There is white port. There is vintage port, and that's just what it sounds like, from a spectacular growing year and extra time in barrel and or bottle that allows the porthouse to send them to you into the marketplace as an older vintage. Uh, and it's, Vintage ports are only made in years where it's declared, a declared vintage. Many of the large porthousers produce a single Quinta bottle with a vintage designation attached to it, and, and that's how that works. Late bottle vintage, which this Taylor Fladgate is that we're enjoying right now, and you go what a weird name late bottle vintage what does that mean it's wine it's grape juice from a single year it's always bottled 4 to 6 years after harvest it's 99% unfiltered uh and has matured in the bottle uh for some period to uh, up to 3 years it is usually more economical than expensive, highly sought-after vintage ports. It is easier to drink. They age up to 40 to 50 years, but they're ready to be fully enjoyed the day you bring it home from Jacob Liquor Exchange. Okay? So, does it have the same characteristics of a vintage port? Uh, More or less. It still spends time in barrels, just like some of the vintage ports. It just doesn't spend as much time in the aging cellars in the in the town of Porto, right on the on the Douro River, okay. So, uh, it, it, just a wonderful beverage. And don't forget, it, the Iberian Peninsula is notorious for port, and in Spain for sherry. Is the process similar? It is similar in that they are both fortified. Sherry is made in a certain environment with multiple levels of barrels and pass down from the top barrels to the bottom, usually six or seven layers. And it's it's a completely different process. Port, on the other hand, is fermented grape juice that is uh, fortified, which stops the fermentation, keeps some element of sweetness, and then it spends time in barrel and bottle and uh, before it's shipped out to you. Uh, there's fun things you can do with port other than just smell and sniff it and enjoy it as an after-dinner drink. It goes great with chocolate. It would gra- go great with some of Gracie's marshmallows. Um, There's so many different things you can do, and having the correct glass, yeah, not so important. Uh, you know, a standard two-ounce pour and a, a decent wine glass uh, will work like fine. Think of uh, butterscotch, panna cotta, poached pears, chocolate and fig tart. Homemade jams on fresh toasted bread. Uh, cheeses like Cambazola or Danish Blue or Gorgonzola, Roquefort. My favorite. Stilton and Port in the UK is the answer for what goes good with Port. All right, so it's been in the glass for, uh, you know, 20, no, not long enough, 10 minutes. It smells so pretty. Oh, Yeah. Oh, God. Not that sweet. You know, If you can you drink it plain and call it dessert wine? Absolutely. But this would be so good with chocolate, with with, well, with Stilton cheese, with any hard dryer cheese or any vein cheese, blue cheese, Cambozola, whatever. And then if you want to have really fun, I have it in my little wine tasting glass. We have these little tiny... Uh, they probably only hold about uh, two or two and a half ounces. They're called port pipes, and it looks like a pipe with a little teeny stem, and the stem comes off of the bottom, and it sits on uh, two little feet in the front, and the back of the stem is the third part of that triangular support structure. They're easy to knock over. And you it allows you to sip the wine, through this clear little glass stem while your nose is in the tiny opening at the top of this beautiful glass. They're called port sippers or hand-blown port pipes. Uh, right now, I'm wine enthusiast. You can get a set of four for about 39 bucks. Giving somebody a great bottle of port, even this Taylor Fladgate Late Bottle Vintage 2018, and a four-pack of port pipes would be a wonderful thing. Oh, this is going to be so good. I asked Beth to get some dark chocolate from Hershey's, and we're going to make some s'mores tonight. Mm. Sitting in front of the fireplace, watching a little K-State football. Go Cats. Hey, don't forget the K-State Wichita chapter of the Alumni Association. Their annual dinner is that first Friday in February, uh, and yours truly gets to be the host of, of that event. And uh, that's February 2nd. There'll be more information coming out. Uh, Go to uh, kstate.edu, alumni, blah, blah, blah. You can find out. You don't have to be a member of the K-State Alumni Association. Just be a fan. Go Cats. Let's win tonight. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the snow.